Welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast, where you can build your total freedom lifestyle and live your life doing what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. And now, here is your host, John Racine. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. This is episode 10. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is with an amazing guest. We absolutely hit it off when we first connected, and I know you're going to enjoy it. So sit back and enjoy episode number 10 of the Total Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. I'm super excited for today's guest. We actually talked a couple of weeks ago to go over the podcast and we found, I think the phrase I used was my sister from another mister. We have so many similarities and parallels in our experiences. It's amazing. So she is a certified conscious relationship coach who helps people to discover the beliefs that are not serving them, help people release the power surrounding those beliefs, and help them choose new beliefs to create the desired outcomes, which ultimately leads to experiencing major transformation. It is my extreme honor and pleasure to bring on Jess Hendrick. Jess, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, John. It's so exciting to be here and speak with you today. Oh, I am so excited. And, and as I alluded to, we talked a couple of weeks ago, and I think there's a lot of alignment between our experiences. Um, and let's get into your background a little bit. Who is Jess and how did you get where you are today? Sure. Well, for me personally, throughout my life, from the time I was really little, I had major challenges in my relationships. Even as a little kid with my family, I didn't feel like I belonged and I had really big emotions. And I just kind of couldn't understand, you know, why I felt the way I felt. And I felt kind of like an outsider. And as I grew older, I had more challenges in relationships in like the romantic relationships and with employers and things like that. And I had a lot of therapy. I'd done a lot of inner work on myself, but I couldn't figure out why was I still having these same challenges. It reminds me a lot, and I talked about it, I think it might be my own episode zero, where I talked about my young adult life, where I kept working for the tyrant bosses and the evil bosses and these companies and organizations that weren't that good. And after a number of those in a row, I was forced to look and say, there's a common denominator here, and that only denominator is me. Did you kind of experience the same thing? One million percent. It's so perfect that you said that, because I have that on my website, is I kept thinking the problem is out there somewhere, right? Like, well, I just attract the wrong men or, or I just, I seem to always have bosses that are awful. And it's just, it's, it couldn't be me. How could it be? And then I realized, wait a second, as I, you know, I moved to a different relationship, to a different job, the same dynamics would follow me. And I had to look in the mirror and It can be a little bit of a rude awakening and a little painful at first to realize that that our beliefs are creating these experiences, but it's also our salvation because the only thing we can change is ourselves. And if we know that it starts from us, then we have the power to to really shift the dynamic. Thank God, right? Because if we're waiting for someone else to change, we're going to be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so true. You wait for somebody to change. You're going to keep waiting till you're right. Dead. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Let me ask you, how many years do you think you went through that not knowing before you became aware and put it together? That's such a good question. I mean, I think the beliefs were formed during my childhood. All of us, we form our beliefs about the world between the ages of about zero and seven, as I know you know. And we're little sponges at that time. And and we'll draw conclusions that may not necessarily be the truth, but our little brains are trying to make sense of the world. So for me, some of the beliefs that I had were, I have to be perfect to be lovable. Um, You know, I'm not enough, things like that. And all of us have these set of beliefs. And so I would say, you know, up until probably my early 30s, I was at the effect of my belief system. And I had a lot of struggles with depression and anxiety and just in relationships, you know, loneliness and and not finding people that wanted to commit or that wanted the same things that I wanted. And I was just like in this spiral all the time of pain. And Finally, one of my my beautiful friends, who I will always be grateful to her, gave me the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And that book explains how, you know, basically we create our experiences because we have a filter through which we view the world. And that filter, we will look, so for me, I have to be perfect. I would find the perfect person, situation, circumstance to mirror that belief right back to me and prove myself right, right? So when I read that book, that's what really, I I started to remember the truth of who I really am and who we all really are before the world tried to tell us something different. And from there, I just had an insatiable appetite for, you know, spirituality and which to me just means learning more about yourself and who you are at your core. And just personal growth and development. And that's kind of where it all started. And now I'm, I'm almost 40. So it's been about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I, it was in my 40s when I finally got to that. I think I was bit and piecing it together a little bit here and there. Like, okay, everything that's going wrong, I'm the only thing that's in common. But I didn't connect all of the dots and move it into the spiritual energetic realm until I was into my 40s. So again, I think we just parallel so much between the experiences. And and for me, I obviously I wished it had happened in my 20s or never happened (laughs) at all. But but life is just it's it's so wonderful now because I do realize that and put out an energy that is so much more aligned with where I am and who I am. Yeah, I love that. And you're so easy to talk to. And I feel like that that light that you have just shines right out of you. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank yeah, you. You're so, so easy to talk to and interact with. And um, I just, my wish and the reason why I decided to do this for, for my career is that I would love for everyone to just discover the peace and the love and the joy within themselves because that is where we free ourselves. Absolutely. It's, uh, I think I might've told you the story when we talked earlier. For me, I was on with a coach. I I do believe in coaching. I think everybody should have a coach, whether it's in business relationships, uh, personal development, whatever it might be. And one of my coaches and I were having a discussion. My business was heading left 
And she started asking me, you know, John, I know your background. I know everything you've been through. What's your message? And I told her that I believe that the only thing you control in life is how you react to life, which I've slightly modified as of today. And I'll tell you that in a second. And she's like, that's your message. It's that experience and everything. And that's when it all kind of aligned. Now, the correction that I'm making as of today, I interviewed somebody this morning on the podcast who said react doesn't necessarily connotate a good thing. Instead, respond. So the only thing you can control in life is how you respond to life. So I love that so much more. So that's my new message. I love that. I know we're, and we're always shifting our, our messaging, right? As, as we go. And it's kind of a good metaphor for me, the belief, like I have to be perfect and da 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 that's transitioned into my, my business because you can't, you can't be perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. And it's been a real growth opportunity (laughs) for me. (laughs) To let go of that and just put things out there and know that, you know, the perfect people, the people that have a divine appointment with me for their own transformation will be led to me and it doesn't have to be perfect. And it doesn't mean those old beliefs don't come up still, but we recognize them and we recognize that they're actually not true and there's another way. Yep. Absolutely. I know for me, and and I'm going to embarrass you here for just a second, because you are a beautiful person, you are a beautiful soul, and I'm imagining that much of your life, you have been who you are right now, but didn't realize it. For me growing up, I was very, very hard on myself. I grew up as the fat kid. I felt so unattractive, so um, unloved uh, from anybody other than the family, and I carried that into my adult life. But it was when I finally realized that the beauty comes from the inside and the energy and the mission and the passion and all of that, where my life got so much better. And I had somebody in one of my speaker trainings that I've done who really kind of started honing in on that for me. And when I really started paying attention to it, I realized that that energy was serving me much better. Yeah. And and it's funny that you say that because for me, thank you, by the way, um, but for me too, you know, I, I had a, a lot of issues growing up with the way I looked and I would kind of obsess about different things. And it's so funny because from the outside, we can look at, you know, way, the way people show up on social media or their best picture of themselves. And, and you think, oh, well, they could have never had the feelings that I have, right? And that's another reason why I'm so passionate about this work because I want everyone to know that, that we all have our own journeys and we all have our own struggles. And you would be so surprised to know that I can completely relate to that, you know? And all of us think, you know, I'm the only one. I'm the only one that felt this pain. I'm the only one that has this X, Y, and Z, right? And, and I actually do these calls every Friday at four. So you're welcome. Welcome anytime, John, or any of your listeners. Um, but I do these calls and we talk about relationships, but it goes deeper than that because it's a space where we can connect and realize that the challenges that we go through, we all go through as human beings. And, you know, there can be different challenges for different people, but pain is universal. And we can connect yep. and realize, oh my gosh. Like for me in the coaching business, I would look at these coaches and think, well, they're beautiful, they're smart, they have everything. And and how do they do that? And then I get to know them and they have the same 
struggles. And, the, and it's so healing to know that we're not alone. Yep. I think you, you gave us the gift that I wasn't leading you towards, but you gave it to us. And that is that it's not a unique experience. Everybody experiences it. We may not believe it, accept it, or understand it. But as I know now, until I was in my 40s and I really started to look, that it is everybody experiences this in some fashion throughout their life. And I think that is so important that people hear that and maybe accept it because they might not accept it at first, but at least understand and realize that you're not the only one going through whatever that may yeah, be. Yeah. And it can be, it can be scary to hire a coach and to really share vulnerably what you're going through, you know, but, but it can also be very healing because you can have a space where you're held and you're safe and you're loved exactly as you are. And for many of us, we didn't have that experience growing up and it's not to make any make our parents wrong or anything like that but it's just our interpretation as little kids about what we made it mean you know so like i have to be perfect my parents never said that to me but i came to that conclusion <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah and i can i see how that can be an easy thing for you know a child with a limited vocabulary and experience to come up to that belief right right and so we just, and, and we all have, you know, different adversity and challenges. And I believe, and I'm pretty sure you do too, that it's connected to our greater purpose. Yeah. And that was where I kept going wrong in my business career. In my professional career, early on, I was bouncing from job to job within the same industry. And then eventually I got out of that industry and into human resources, which is where I've spent a good portion of my professional career. And they got some alignment when that started happening. But it wasn't until I had that coach who said, John, all the crap you've been through, what's your message, where it really came full circle, that that's what made sense. The light bulb went off. It's like the heavens opened, the, the rain stopped, and the sun started shining. And, and all those beautiful images that you can imagine started to happen. And I think there's power in that. Absolutely. And yes, and it's not to say that we don't still have hard days and challenges, right? But it's the difference is we have the tools to give ourselves what we need, the support, the love. You know, if I need to go see my therapist or if I need a coach, I've worked with so many coaches for so many different reasons. And I feel like that's the difference. Whereas in the past, I used to spiral down, you know, now I can catch myself and lift myself up with the tools. Got it. Let me ask you, and you work with individuals who are trying to repair relationships or get into a better relationship, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. It's really all types of relationships, including our relationship with ourselves, which is... Well, I, I was going to ask you that. I'm like, how much does your self-love and self-relationship play into the work that you I do? I mean, that's honestly the whole foundation for all of it, Right. But I think about who I was when, when I needed this, when I needed this guidance and I wouldn't have listened to that. I would have said self-love, whatever. I just need a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. <laughs> you know, That's what I need. That'll solve all my problems. So what I do kind of when I, when I get on the phone with people is I ask them about what are their goals? Where are they now? And where do they want to be? And what's that gap? And what can we do to bridge the gap? And a lot of times, you know, it's different for everybody. 
Some people want to heal their relationships with their family. Some people would like to call in a partner. Some people have a partnership that they'd like to make it a little more fulfilling for both people. So my entire approach really is to use every relationship in your life as a mirror for whatever is going on in your own consciousness. And the reason why that's important is because if we can see relationships as a tool for our evolution, rather than something that is going to make us happy in quotes, (laughs) in (laughs) case people can't see me, um, that is where our real true expansion and evolution lies because it's, it's between us and us, like it's between you and you. It's not between you and this person, but as we grow and expand and change our own inner voice and love ourselves more and our own paradigm shifts, our relationships can't help but shift as a result of that. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It leads me into asking, do you find that forgiveness is an important component to self-love and and all of the other pieces that you can build off of? 100%. I mean, and it can be it can be tough because we have some interesting ideas about forgiveness. <laughs> um, but forgiveness doesn't mean condoning what someone did to you, you know, or the way someone behaved. But what it does mean is just freeing yourself from carrying around that anger or resentment or pain, right? So if we think of it as this has helped me a lot, that everyone is doing the best they can. When, when we know better, we do better. Like Maya Angelou says, every single person is doing the best they can. So however someone shows up, that's the best they could do. And who are we to judge them? You know, we can't, we can't judge anyone unless we've walked a mile in their shoes. And we all have our own filters, like I mentioned before, and our own experiences. And that's why we sometimes will have an experience where, you know, someone might've been triggered or upset and said or done something. And we think, well, I wouldn't have done that. Well, of course you wouldn't because you have a different childhood and you have different beliefs, but their specific, you know, upset or trigger is there's always a reason. You know, and and when we think of it like that, rather than taking it personally, realizing that they're responding to their belief system and their experiences and all of that is easier to forgive. But I have other, I have practical tools and things like that that I use with my clients to help with forgiveness because releasing the energy is really important. And sometimes we need to get that out in whatever way we can, you know, to just get it out of our body. Hi, I just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for listening to the Total Freedom Podcast. We spend a lot of time on this show talking about resiliency, overcoming challenges, and achieving greatness in your life. And I wanted to invite you to discover the Resolve System, my own unique take on how to overcome virtually any challenge in your life. I've outlined the seven steps of the Resolve Formula that will take you through just about any challenge you could have in life or business. So head over to TotalFreedomPodcast.com forward slash Resolve and check out the video. Thanks so much. Absolutely. When you're working with clients, do you find that there are similar themes that pop up in in where you have to go with them to work them through your process? Yes, for sure. And it it gets easier and easier. The more people that I work with and when we really, we really go through and uncover the beliefs that they've created that aren't serving them anymore, 
it's always some version of, of I'm not enough in some way, shape or form. And so we're kind of just going in without judgment and uncovering the specific beliefs and then to see where they come up in the world. And it's so, it's so fascinating and, and amazing because once we have awareness of these beliefs, we can see them pop up all day long. Like, <laughs> oh, there it is again. I'm not enough. Did you see that? And we'll completely ignore the evidence to the contrary. Have you ever noticed that? Like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> In my own life, as I became more conscious, more aware, started feeling better about myself, however much excess weight I had uh, and all of that. But yes, I do. It's like one of the one of the ones that I recognized the most was people would compliment me on a smile or my hair or something like that. And like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and, and, and then it was, it, it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So yeah, I can completely relate to what you're saying. Yeah. And for me too, with the, with the compliment thing, that's a, that's a tough one, right? Like when people give you a compliment and you want to immediately kind of, okay, yeah, whatever, and dismiss it, but they're actually giving you a gift and it's, and people want to give you a gift. And so if you're kind of shoving it aside, so I will sometimes have to say to myself, okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'll say it out loud. I'm just going to accept that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because I want to argue for the contrary. Right. I love that. Uh, my reaction is thank you. Uh, whether it's good or bad, I typically will say thank you. And then I process it on my own. Younger John, absolutely not. I'd be out there fighting. But where I'm at now, it's thank you and absorb. I like how you said younger John. I'm going to start using that. Younger John <laughs> would have done that. It's tr it's true. It's like a transition for, and I'm not that I'm old, but younger. Yeah. You know, the younger one was the fighter, the scrapper. I I don't know if you've ever done like a Myers Briggs or a DISC, which I'm certifying in. I'm certified in in Myers Briggs, and I'm certifying in DISC right now. And I look at my style. I'm a high D on DISC, which is the dominant one. So I'm out there. The you know, let's get it done and all of that. So I would be the one that would go in there and fight and and all of that. But as I've gotten older, more mature, more cognizant and understanding of energetic bodies and things like that my reaction now is much more subdued um and, and my meditation practice has helped immensely with that as well so i can absorb it even if it's negative i can dismiss it but i still say thank you because it's feedback or something that i can take i in. love that it is everything is just feedback and our emotions are feedback so yep it, it reminds me i think it was uh oh who was the the uh, kite and the key? Was that um, um, what's his name? Not Ben Franklin, was it? Or Edison? It was Ben Franklin, right? That was flying the kite with the key. The story goes and discovered electricity with the lightning, and then he, um, it was um, Edison took that info to create the light bulb. And and the way the story goes is there was ten thousand failures before he got to the one that actually worked. And ultimately, it was I didn't fail nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine times. I had 9,999 tests to discover what didn't work. That's amazing. And that's so perfect for, for what I do too, because when I work with people and I'm actually training to work with couples, but right now I just work with people one-on-one, -on -one, um, we really, we really want to reframe the way we think about a problem in a quote, quotes or a conflict. And it's not bad or wrong, you know, within reason. I mean, if it's a dangerous or abusive situation, that's different. But if it's a conflict or something that's coming up, 
if we can look at it just as a way to learn more about ourselves and our belief system, is it really bad? Is it really wrong? No. And it's an opportunity to connect on a deeper level when you can, and I have processes that I give my clients, but to really uncover things about yourself and then to share them with your partner. Like, this is why I reacted in that way. And when, when your partner, it's for you, but when your partner can understand, it can create a chance for more connection, actually. Yep. And I know in my HR career, I, I use that a lot because I've dealt with people I've had to lay off and fire and, and all of those things. And in order for me not to internalize it, I always had to kind of mirror it back to them. I'm sorry, you feel that <laughs> way, you know? So I, I've used that technique throughout my professional HR career as well. That's so good. And, and I love that when we just say, I feel, so instead of you're making me feel, da, 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 like, yeah. I feel scared. I feel sad. I feel this. And, and that can be a challenging thing because we're taught a lot of, a lot of our lives to avoid our emotions and, you know, put a smile on your face. And, and so this is kind of a rewiring in that respect where I'm, you, you want to go into your feeling rather than the logical mind of like, well, clearly it's this person's fault and <laughs> I, nothing's wrong with me. You know? Yep. Yep. I know for me, uh, as I'm moving into the, the coaching a bit more and, and working with people, I believe firmly that ownership is critically important because until you accept and, and actually own whatever it is, it's going to be a challenge to really overcome it and start living your life or losing the weight or finding the relationship or growing. I think I might have said growing the business, but whatever it might be, I think the ownership of it, because when we, it's, it's Facebook's fault that my ads didn't work, or it's it's Google's fault that I got the Google slap, or it's it's my spouse's fault that the marriage broke up, or it's that driver in front of me who slammed on the brakes, I, I rear-ended them. Instead of owning and saying, you know what, I was following too closely, or I wasn't an equal partner, or I wasn't following the rules. Right, and when we do that, we you and I are just so aligned. This is so awesome. Um, when we do that, when we point the finger or you know, blame an external thing, we're giving our power away because we're saying, well, that person has control over my well-being and my peace and my happiness. And so one of the principles that I teach is taking 100% responsibility for our own peace and our own joy and our own happiness. Because if we expect someone else or a situation or circumstance, or we need that to happen before we can be happy, that's just a trap that we're, we're putting ourselves in, right? And accepting yep. things as they are now, because what we resist persists. So accepting, you know, okay, right now, like for me, when I was, when I was single, um, okay, right now I'm single and that's just what it is. Not good, not bad. It's just what it is in this moment. And for, for people that, that want to lose weight, like, okay, right now I'm this weight. And that's just what it is. No judgment. Because if we push against something, there's a lot of resistance there. And our subconscious wants to keep things the same too. So that can be, that can be challenging. So infinite compassion for ourselves, knowing that that's the way our minds are, are kind of programmed to keep things the same, to keep us safe. And if we want to break through into a new experience, 
we're going to need to start rewiring, but it does take time. Yep, absolutely. I know for me, once I did that, I, I am where I'm at because of me, uh, you know, for, for me being overweight, uh, two bankruptcies, not one, two, I didn't learn the first mm -hmm. time I had to go through a second time, the multiple failed businesses and all of those other things. I had to accept that it was me and the choices that I made and not some external force. And I will t say that I've discovered in my late thirties. Mm -hmm. So for that became incredibly powerful because it set me on the development journey that will continue for the rest of my life, but where I'm light years ahead of where I was 10, 12, 13 mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah. And the thing that I relate to you a lot, because you're, you're just mentioning, you know, your age and, and things like that. And one of my beliefs has been like, well, I'm this age, so I should be farther along than I am. Right. And who says that, first of all? And second of all, I have, I have a beautiful coach um, who really drove this point home for me and helped me shift this, where we all have our own journey and our own evolution. And if we compare ourselves to someone else, that actually makes no sense because they have their own soul's blueprint and their own journey, and we have our own. And, and this is kind of another societal... Um, implication that like by a certain age, this should happen or this, this should be, you know, completed. And I believe that, that we actually get better as we go through the years. And I, I used to work with elderly people and some of the, some of the people that I worked with were so beautiful and just shining from within. And it's like an angel in front of you. It, it's gorgeous. And that is my wish for everyone to, to just have that shining from within them. Absolutely. I know I've had a coach for years in, in different realms. And, and my most recent one is very spiritually aligned. She considers herself a high priestess. She's absolutely amazing. And this may not resonate with some of the people listening, but I'm going to say it anyway, um, where she looks at, we talk about the patriarchy and the patriarchal society that we're in, and now this new Aquarian age that has kicked in in the last four to six months, I want to say, at the time we're recording this, where it's changing to a more paternal or matriarchal society. So I think we're going to see more of that. She believes that the matriarchy was starting to come back into the 70s with psychedelics and, and things that were starting to happen around that time, but it got pushed down. People were put into institutions and, and the patriarchy really stamped it out. But she believes, and I, I'm seeing it, so I do put some credence to it, where as we make this shift right now, we're going to start seeing more positive energy, more love energy, more of the, the internal light shining, as you reference it, coming out. And so it is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, which I'm excited for personally. Yeah. And it's really, it's really interesting, you know, with, with the, uh, what's happening right now on the planet with the pandemic and, you know, that's a loaded issue for a lot of people. And I feel like it's an opportunity for all of us. Anytime something happens, we can use it as a mirror. And what is this pandemic showing us about our lives and what would we like to you know, keep in our life and what would, what are we kind of better off without right now? And it, it's giving us clarity, you know? That's one of the, the greatest gifts 
of this pandemic. And there are gifts out there. Let me take it from the business realm first. Companies are finding that their workforce can work remotely and still be highly effective. That's Mm -hmm. a gift because now maybe they don't need the high overhead of an office space. You know, as we've got kids educating at home and parents are there in some cases being the educators, they find a new passion or a new joy in being with the kids and finding that maybe they want to be an educator or involved in some way in that educational process. And I think there's a lot of that that people are discovering right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. And and what you were mentioning about just the shift in the dynamic of things on the planet, I feel like the masculine and feminine energies are are shifting as well because in the, in the work world or in our careers, a lot of us are taught to like, do, 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 push, 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 like produce, 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 right? And that would be more of the masculine energy. And all of us have both. We have masculine and feminine energy within us. And then the feminine is more, you know, following our intuition and, and getting into flow and, and just being. And that's been a challenge for me with my programming. Like, well, I need to do more. I'm like, this isn't enough and da, da, da. And it's so funny because as I, as I, this pandemic has taught me this, like just, just learning to be. And when I allow myself to get into flow, I'm actually way more productive and I can get 10 times the amount of things done, but it's from a place of, it feels good rather than like, I have to do this and I'm pushing and so that's been a gift that I've experienced during this. Yeah. And for me, I started getting some of that a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Obviously, male, a lot of masculine yeah. energy. Yes, I have feminine energy. There's no doubt we all do, as you said. But I've seen more of the feminine energy now because where I'm going into a coaching space and helping people and being of service and things like that. And yeah, I definitely agree with you get in flow with that. I think the balance becomes how do you how do you walk that tightrope between the two to stay productive while also being supportive and growing and in, in, in flow. Yeah, and I'm still learning that. So I'll have to come back and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I'm just going to call it now. I don't think you'll ever discover the true balance. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be right. And I think it's kind of, it, once we just accept that, like, this is, this is kind of the way life is and, and sometimes we're flowing and feeling great and sometimes we're not and, and that that's okay. I feel like that's such a big message is just some days we're, some days we're happy and joyful. Some days we're sad and, and there's a place for all of it. And just that it's not, it's not bad or wrong. And we don't need to kind of run from negative, in quotes, emotion. Right. Yep. Let me ask you, in your practice with your clients, do you are you an advocate of journaling? Yes, and I am. And I personally do journal. And for me, in my life, having a gratitude journal has been life-changing. And I love Oprah. And she talked about that years ago, um, just having a gratitude journal. Because our minds want to solve a problem. So our minds are going to go towards whatever the threat is and we're going to go towards what's wrong and what do I need to fix? And so we have to consciously redirect our mind back to what we do have. And so that's helped me immensely. Uh, But that being said, with my clients, I allow their own consciousness to guide them. So I'll tell them, you know, anything I say, if it lands for you, great. If not, Leave, like leave 
it's fine. Take what works for you because I would really encourage everyone not to ever place your power outside of yourself, even with, you know, these experts, a coach, a therapist, because we all have our internal guidance within us. And that is our North star. So that's kind of my thinking on that. But are you, are you a journaler? I have often on, I have been, I actually have a gratitude journal and I uh, used to keep it in my backpack for when I would go into work and I would try to do it first thing in the morning. And I always set out with the best of intentions, but I was good for maybe three to seven days and then it would fall by the wayside. It's something that I want desperately to make a, a, a regular habit. One of the things I've started doing uh, from one of my other coaches, Chris Harder, he talks about when he wakes up first thing in the morning, he lays in bed and says, you know, I'm healthier, wealthier, whatever than I was yesterday. And he wakes his wife up and makes sure she says yeah. the same thing back. So I that is now a daily practice. But I do want to get back into the journaling, actually writing it out. Yeah. And it can be, it can be kind of challenging. We, and it's, it only takes a few minutes, but I've, I've been the same where like, ah, I don't need to do it today, but you know, it's, it's so important because what we focus on expands. So if we can focus our minds in whatever way that is, and I love Chris too, he's amazing. He's, he's yep. helped me change my life in many ways. And I can just picture him. Can't you like waking up at <laughs> he and Lori saying it back and forth to yeah, each other. And I think, you know, it's, it's not to, not to give ourselves another way to beat up on ourselves if we don't do it. But the reason we do it is because what we focus on expands and we have to, for me anyway, I, I had years where I struggled with depression and anxiety can still be a thing for me sometimes. And I have to feed myself a consistent diet of things that lift me up. It's yep, absolutely. One of the things that I do since we've got the shelter in place, although we're starting to expand it out, is I get up early every morning and I go for a walk around the neighborhood. It's a little over a mile. And one of the things I do, because I'm not journaling out the gratitude, as I'm walking, I give gratitude to everything. You know, thank you for the sun. Thank you for the breeze. Thank you to the bird that's yeah. chirping. Thank you for the trees that are providing fresh oxygen. So I try to do that subconsciously while I'm walking. So I feel like I'm getting my gratitude in, maybe not as much as I should, but at least I'm getting something in and it, it's definitely helpful. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And to take it even a step further, when we, when we just really stop for a second and see how supported we are, like we have enough air to breathe and we have trees that produce oxygen and, and everything is really flowing as it should, you know, the planets are revolving around the sun and, and that same energy force is operating in our own lives. And so the more we can tune into it, the more that it can, I believe, guide us along without us trying to take our human mind and say, well, now I want this to happen. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. That's awesome. We're coming up on the end of our time here. I'm curious if there was a question that I didn't ask you, maybe I should or didn't know to ask you about just what you do, anything like I, that. I think we covered it uh, pretty well, John, but I would love if it's okay just to share my, my website and my contact info in case. Absolutely. I always ask. Right. So any and every link that you've got put in there and we'll put it in the show notes for everybody listening so you can Perfect. find it and definitely go check Jess Thank out. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Yep. What are your, um, go ahead and say them oh. now and uh, do your website and social media, whatever you want us to, to Okay, have. perfect. So my website is Jess 
jesshendrick.com. There's no S. Everyone wants to add an S in there. jesshendrick.com. And my Instagram is at jesshendrick111. And my Facebook is Jess Hendricks. So but if you go to my website, I have links to all of the, the social media. Perfect. Then we will put all of that in the show notes for everybody. Anything else? Any last thoughts, Jess? No, I just really enjoyed this time with you. And I just thank you so much for having me on. It was awesome. And I love the work you're doing. So keep it up. Oh, uh, thank you so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure for me to have you on the podcast. It's been so much fun because, again, I think our lives are so paralleled in so many different ways. It's been a lot of fun to get to know myself more yeah, through you. Thank you. And me, you. Thank you. Oh, uh, my pleasure. That's another episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. We'll check you out on the next one. Hi, I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of the Total Freedom Podcast. We want to continue to bring amazing content to help you overcome the challenges in your life, become more resilient, achieve the life of your dreams. So we're going to ask you to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast platform you listen to. That helps us to get ranked higher in the podcast chart so that we can share this message with more people. So again, subscribe, rate, and review. Whether it's good, bad, whatever feedback, we'll use that to help make this podcast better. So thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Total Freedom with John Racine at www.totalfreedompodcast.com.